0: Boo! Fire Nation, JLD back at you with a Thursday variety show. And wait for it, today's show is going to be our third QA show. A while back, I did a bunch of phone calls with amazing entrepreneur on fire listeners, and there were so many great questions. I hope I gave some great answers. And this is the third installment of that QA. I will be doing more in the future if you give me the green light. So, email me, John at eofire.com. Let me know if you like these. Let me know if you hate these. Let me know if they're somewhere in between because this show is for you, Fire Nation. I want to make it better every single episode. All right, let's kick into the calls. Hello. Galen, I missed you once and I thought that you were going to miss me again.
1: That's right. That's that's what it seemed like. I'm still... (laughs)
0: I wanted to call you back for one specific reason, uh, besides just uh, having you ask any question you'd like, but what is wrong with your comments to me, I'm ready to ignite? Do you have any idea what's wrong with that?
1: What's wrong with the comment, I'm ready to ignite?
0: Yeah, because you said that on Skype to me. You said, I'm ready to ignite. What's wrong with that comment?
1: I don't know. What's wrong with it?
0: You are prepared to ignite. I never use the word ready.
1: (laughs) It's ready is it prepared to enjoy as well, for the, the history series? You're oh, there?
0: memoir. Thanks for the memoir shout out. Appreciate that, brother. It yeah. is prepared to enjoy. Totally. That's so funny. Um, but let me just tell you, 99% of people say I'm ready to ignite. And Kate and I just laugh every single time because I was just like, where did I even come up with I'm prepared? Are you prepared to ignite? Because everybody says ready. Why do I say prepared? I don't know. So, you know, maybe it's just me that's in the wrong.
1: I don't know. Prepare is good. <laughs>
0: Well, listen, um, let us know where you're coming from, brother. Um, Try to hold your microphone off your shirt a little bit because we're getting a little background noise on that um, with the rubbing. And um, what's your question?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I currently live in Belleville, Ontario, two hours east of Toronto.
0: Our first non-American. So
1: yes, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up in the States, grew up in the southern United States, but I married a Canadian. That I'm. We met in Venezuela, uh, where I had lived for about ten years, and her for twenty something. And her job brought us to this area about seven years ago. What so a love story! So I'm actually American, American Venezuelan Canadian. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my background. <laughs> yeah. So questions. Um, all right, one question, uh, which is kind of funny. You recently, you know, had the post up about how you were changing the number of. Uh, interviews you were doing, right? Like going from one a day to a little bit less frequency. Right around the time you announced that, I was going to write on the Facebook page and be like, what does it take to get interviewed by JLD? (laughs) Like what kinds of things do I need to be up to for him to be like, you are worthy of an interview, my friend. So that's my first question. Well,
0: let me just say that one of the most heartbreaking things for me, moving from a daily show down to what's probably going to end up being three or four Very long form, very in-depth, very intense interviews per month. So they're really going to be next level as far as just the the quality and the detail and and where we go with them. But one of the heartbreaking things is like, I love when I get people on my show and they're like, it has been a goal of mine to be on the show for (laughs) years now. I've practiced the questions. I love that because, you know, it's like I had goals when I first launched my podcast. When I hit those goals, it was such an amazing thing. And I love being able to gift that to other people. Um, But the problem is, is that even when I was daily, I was still getting between three to 400 requests per month to be on the show. Now, you know, do the math, um, and there's 30 days in a month, and I was getting three to 400 inquiries per-, per month. So even before the shift, the, the chances were, p- were pretty low. And now, I don't want to compare it to Harvard, but I mean, you know, it's not going to be easy for people to get a solo interview on the show just because it's a pure supply and demand thing. That's the only reason. So that's why I'm really excited about doing things like this. I'm going to be having these yeah. kind of open Q and A's where people like yourself can come on, ask me questions, tell you know my audience about yourself and what you have going on. Um, so what it takes to get on the show at this stage now that we're past episode 2000 is, yeah. you know, it's going to be what I call, um, let me rephrase that. Entrepreneurs on Fire is really turning into more of an audio masterclass when it comes to the interviews. What I'm going to be really requiring is people um, proving to me that they're going to come on and teach in an amazing audio way a masterclass on some topic. So, for instance, like you'll Galen look at an interview and say, that's the interview on fill-in-the-blank, you know, webinars Mm. or Instagram or goals or habits or fill in the blank of any topic. And I want that to be what each interview is just a long form audio masterclass. So that's what we're moving towards. Um, so frankly, you know, it's just going to be a, a really selective game at this point, but but I'm gonna be doing fun things like this, like with Q and A's, I'll be having some episodes where I'm just doing a JLD rants, just kind of going off on different topics on things that I'm seeing in the world. Um, but you know, before we get onto your next question, because I, would love to uh, yeah. give you another, uh, opportunity to ask something, tell us just a little bit more about yourself. I mean, we heard about your, your love life. Now what's going on with you in Ontario and your business?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, my background is in teaching. I taught for 10 years. I got a master's in education, moved to this area and decided I didn't want to keep teaching. It wasn't fulfilling all the different areas of my life. You know, um, I, I figure, you know, time, freedom, uh, high income potential and impact are kind of the three things I look for, and I wasn't hitting all those. So, a buddy of mine's like, uh, I think you'd make a good financial advisor, and I was like, absolutely not. I was like, <laughs> I do not, I do like I'm good with numbers and everything. I'm good with people, but I was like, I do not want to be the guy at the party trying to sell people life insurance. Like, I don't want to be the guy who like ruins relationships with people. Like, all that stuff. Anyway, so after like interviewing them for like eight months, they're, I'm finally like, all right, let's do it. So became an advisor six years ago, oh, five, five years ago. And one of the things that I was always fascinated by was when, and they've done studies on this, where people under seemingly the same conditions will have very different outcomes in their economic lives. Like, for example, same people, same company, same pensions, same all that stuff, and some will retire broke and some will retire happy. And so I was like, I started a couple years ago being like, what is the difference between, like what's happening? Like how come some people are getting this and some people aren't? And I found a few studies on it. I found a few different things on it. And really what I've been started exploring, and actually it's kind of funny, I started exploring really heavily about a year ago, right around the time when I found out about Fire Nation, was that it comes down to the behaviors of the individual. Habits, behaviors, beliefs, goals, all that stuff. And so for the last year, that's what I've been really focusing on. And so when I bring on a new client as an advisor, I do a goal-setting uh, session. Uh, I do a visualization with them. Uh, that's kind of like the basic. Like if people aren't up for that, then they can't be my client. Like There has to be a level of very specific goals, very specific visualization towards those goals. And then there is, depending on what level we go to next, sometimes there's a level of accountability, a little bit of mission statement stuff. I just... I'm just um, ordered Mastery Journal for one of my clients. Boom! Because uh, I told him about I told him about how I'm like this, like we were talking, and he's like, I'm just saying, like you know what, brother, like the last week has been amazing. I've got these four focus sessions going on. Like I'm just getting so much more done. I'm using the the, the timer, and he's like, all right, like how am I gonna get that? I was like, don't worry, I was like, I got you covered. Like, You'll get it in the mail. And uh, so yeah, so stuff like that, like giving, providing that extra thing. I know I have another client who you know, her, her goal is to uh, be, have a Ted, be a Ted talk, like be a Ted talk speaker. And so sending her the book, uh, how to be a Ted, like there's one uh, that I actually got gifted and let me look at my book. I think it's just called Ted talks. Yeah. it's like how to become a Ted talk speaker, sending that to her. Cause I just love working with people and seeing them achieve those goals. And a lot of people, there's like a superficial goal. Like, Oh, I want to, you know, like, like I want to retire young. And I'm like, great. Like, let's visualize that. What does that look like? How does that look? And almost always there's reasons under that reason, right? Like some people say, I want to retire young because And when I when I dig deep enough and keep asking why, it usually comes down to something like, well, because I think that's what success looks like, is retiring young, or because it's something that, I, that someone told me I'd never be able to do. But then I dig a little bit deeper to make sure it's really their goal for themselves and not just for someone else. Like, is it something that they truly want? And it happens a lot where if I dig deep enough, people are like, actually, you know what? That's not my goal. Like my real goal is like I'll just give you an example. Like a lot of young people like, oh my my goal is to own a home. And in Toronto, it's like crazy like a lot of my clients are in Toronto, really expensive to get a house right now, really difficult for young people, even professionals making good money. But I dig deep enough as to why they want that home. And it's usually something like, Well, I want a place to call my own or I want a place where I can have friends over. But it's it's really the value is oftentimes not the home. It's like connection with other people. Or like uh, solitude. You know, it's something else. And then sometimes we find another way for them to get that. That might be a lot cheaper than buying a home or much more attainable. So that's kind of like a nutshell what I'm up to. Wow.
0: Well, I feel like I'm getting a session right here. I mean, I'm taking notes myself. And some things that I want Fire Nation to kind of uh, bring back up that, you know, we've been chatting about is the same people, I mean, just picture that story of two people doing the same company at the same time, you know, similar pay raises, they make the similar amount, almost the same amount of money throughout their entire careers. And then guess what? One person retires broke, one person retires well, well off. That's nuts. And one thing that, you know, we ended with here, which I thought was so cool, is those six whys, you know, the six whys. And that's something that's so important. Like, I want to retire, you know, by the time I'm 50. Why, Uh, blah blah blah. Why, blah blah blah. And you go down. You ask those six whys, and you should be. You can do this with yourself, I guess. You don't need somebody else to be asking these questions. Put yourself through the six whys, because how many times have you heard the story of that person actually retiring at 50 because they thought that's what they wanted? Then they're like, "Uh, well, this isn't cool. I'm bored out of my mind. I'm not relevant, and I'm weirdly depressed now." and it's because they just didn't even that wasn't really their goal. They just had that in their mind for some unknown reason. They never did that uh, that dig deepy, that deep digging that's so critically important. So, I just love that. And something I just want to ask, just kind of being a financial guy myself is like what are some of the similarities that you're seeing that those people that are retiring rich or at least very well off? What are they doing that the broke people aren't?
1: Yeah, very good question. Yeah, what they're doing is they are saving money, <laughs> um, which sounds simple, sounds silly, um, but and this is more and more important as time goes on. Like before I became an advisor, I didn't even know what a pension was. And like, just quickly, like a pension is basically you work at a company long enough, you retire, they pay you an income for the rest of your life, right? So you don't have to worry about money to a certain extent. Like it's usually a, a percentage of what you earned when you were working there. I don't really. So most of the people I work with are actually entrepreneurs or. Uh, Self-employed business owners, like they, they uh, or doctors, they don't have a pension. They've got to save money. So most of the people I work with know they need to save. But what I help them figure out is how much they need to save and why and where to put it. Now, so for the people who retire, you know, same time but under very different circumstances, it's usually a factor of one of the big things I help people look at is every time they get that pay raise, you know, pretend you got half that pay raise and just put the rest away, right? And that's the biggest thing. Like, like when they do, when I've seen some of the studies that actually quantify what people have done differently. How they invested it is much less important than the fact that they put it away in the first place.
0: Fire Nation, all I know is dollar cost averaging, meaning taking money every single month and putting it into you know, a low-cost investment um, and then seeing the power of compound interest that is where you're going to have those big wins over time. It takes patience, it doesn't come overnight. But by dollar cost averaging in on that consistent basis, you're going to have compound interest take control, make things happen. You go to all the best the Warren Buffets, the Jim Bogles, you know, you read Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. You get to understand like what the top people at the pinnacle of their game right now are saying. And it's kind of surprising that they're all basically saying the exact same thing. So um, before we uh, jump off here, any question you want to ask me about how I can help your business or things that you're going through, anything along those lines?
1: Sure, sure. So one thing I wanted to say is I mentioned that I found out about Fire Nation, you know, uh, just under a year ago. My business coach told me a little bit about the Freedom Journal, and I downloaded the PDF. And then I was like, "This isn't enough. I need the hardcover." And so I got that, and I, I downloaded the app. And I usually listen to about two uh, podcasts a week. Like I kind of flip through the previous week, and I'm like, oh, "I really want to listen to that." To that. And a bit of a poster boy, like I found out about Russell Brunson, I think, through your podcast. Uh, I found out about um, Chandler Bolt through your podcast, like just those people who are out there doing really cool stuff. And but one of the things I find that I struggle with, and it's really funny because it's what your journals really talk about, is focus. And, you know, I think I certainly as an entrepreneur have a bit of a shiny object syndrome thing going on in my life, you know, like, you know, um, I'll I'll be like oh the next thing I need to do is write a book so I'm gonna go like look at what Chandler Bolt's doing and then it's like oh no 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 the next thing I need to do is have like some really solid click funnels for my business so <laughs> now I'm gonna go now I'm gonna go to the the funnel hacking you know yearly thing and then it's like no no I need to write a. Uh, um, I need to write a guide. You know, uh, what is it? A comprehensive guide. You know, a twenty-page <laughs> guide, and then I end up doing squat. <laughs> and uh, and I, mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say squat because I still got the journals going for me and all that. But I guess that's like my biggest thing. Like I was like, all right, if JLD and I get to talk, yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's going to be like you know the consistent focus towards success because it's so easy, and I've fallen this all the time. Like every couple months, I'm like, I'm done. Like. I'm going to fail like i'm not bringing in enough clients or that client that was going to be this huge client can't work with me right now they need to wait a couple months like and then like i'm done like i'm going to go back to a nine to five i'm going to go have like some you know quote unquote easy job where someone tells me what to do all day and i don't have to think as much right so but then like you know so i guess that's it like the shiny object syndrome like how to like okay i'm going to try this you know, like you said, focus, right? Like um, one course of action and success. Follow
0: one course until success. Focus. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how, man? <laughs> well, let me break in here and just say
0: this, because it is so difficult. You'll never stop struggling with it. I will never stop struggling with it. But that is the essence of what the Freedom Journal is. That's why it's accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. And really what it should be in is 100 days or less because you should be able to get there in 100 days or less. If if it's going to take you more than 100 days, it's really too big and audacious of a goal because we're in a world where you got to be moving fast. Things are changing. You want to be accomplishing a lot of great things, but just not all at the same time. So, this is what my challenge would be to you and I think this could really definitely help you out is really sit down and identify what's the one thing that is really going to knock over that domino and start a chain reaction of awesome. What's the one thing? Is it writing a book or is it, is it creating a funnel or is it creating that guide or you know, list out a few things and then really sit down, give yourself some headspace to think about it and identify which one of those things is is the most important and don't even rank them just because by the time you're done that first thing number two may no longer be number two you need to do this exercise fresh every time you're done so you just find the one single thing and then you just put a right on a post-it note that one thing book if that's the thing you're it on your computer where you see it every day and that is your mastery journal focus now. That's what you're using focus session number one for, focus session number two for. And then by the way, focus session three and four might be other more relevant or, or, or uh, prescient things in your business that are time sensitive right now, and that's fine too. But you need to at least dedicate two focus sessions every single day to that number one goal, simultaneously using the Freedom Journal as a morning check-in in and in an evening um Check back, you know, like looking back over what you did during the day. That's how you use them together. That's why I created the tutorial freedomplusmastery.com dot com to show you how to use those two journals together in the best possible way. And then you just don't do anything else outside of your immediate work needs that you're doing to put uh, food on the table and money in your pocket. You do nothing else. Not the funnels. Not the tutorials. Not to this. Not to that. Until you accomplish that one goal. Then you've accomplished it life is good, it's out there, then you go back to the drawing board and you you look at those things that are important, you add anything, think, anything else that's become important over the past month or two or three, and then you find that one thing and you focus on it. For us right now, it's the super funnel. Right on my whiteboard as I'm speaking is just the word super funnel, and I won't go into details about it because I already did and I wanted to rant on it, and so you can hear it earlier on in this episode on, on another call that I did, but... That's our one focus. I'm not going to be doing anything else until that focus is complete. Um, and by anything else, I mean I'm not going to be doing anything that is another project like that. Of course, I'm still going to be doing my podcast and the emails and then this and the, that as that's the core business, but nothing outside of that. So do that one domino, knock it over, and start your chain reaction of awesome. Does that make sense? It
1: does make sense. Then definitely- do it. They yeah, do it. it. That's it. Do it. Focus. Yeah. Sit down. And I like that you put it like I get it when you put it in the term of project. Like I'm still going to make the phone calls every yeah. day. Still going to still going to book the appointments. Still going to, you know, do the business. That's my core offering. But what's that one thing that's going to take it to the next level? What's that one and thing? That every so, yeah, morning. I, I mean, sorry. Every yeah.
0: evening you're going to bed at night and you're saying, you know what? I put in a good day's work. I called the prospects. You know, I talked to a few clients. I did this. I did that. And... I really moved the needle forward on that one project that's really going to make an impact for my business once it's complete.
1: Yeah. And off the top of my head, I think I know what it is. Go with your gut, brother. Do you want uh, to say it? Webinar series.
0: Oof. Dude, I love this phrase and I've lived by it and I've made millions of dollars from it. The phrase is, sales happen on live webinars. It's a sentence that I live by.
1: Got it. I'm putting it on my whiteboard right now. Hey, if I was
0: a guy that got tattoos, I have zero tattoos and I never will have tattoos. But if I did have a tattoo, I would probably say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be quite quite the tattoo. You could do it in like gothic script. I would
0: probably do it in like, yeah, gothic or Gaelic. And it would probably be written backwards so that when I looked in the mirror, I would only be able to
1: read yeah. it. <laughs> Just like wink at yourself in the mirror. like That's right. <laughs>
0: Awesome chat, man. Well listen, I'm glad that I got to give you a ring back. Sounds like you got some cool things going on up there in the hinterlands. And uh, best of luck with everything.
1: Thank you. This was fantastic. Made right. my day. Take care, brother. All right, take care. Bye.
0: Well, there you have it, Fire Nation. Another call down. And what do you say? Let's take a minute to thank our amazing sponsor. Design projects are fun, but they can also be challenging, especially if you're not an actual designer and chances are you are not. But whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even brand new web design, DesignCrowd has you covered. All you have to do is post a brief describing the design you need. Then DesignCrowd will invite its designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs. Finally, you then get to pick the best design and improve payment to the designer and if you don't find a design you like no worries design crowd has a money back guarantee and a support team you can contact by phone or email 24 7 for help get started today visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special 100 hundred dollar vip offer for fire nation or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your next project on design crowd that's designcrow dot slash fire With the amazing World Wide Web at your fingertips, you have the opportunity to learn anything you want, anytime you want. And what better place to learn something new or sharpen your existing skills than the largest marketplace for online learning, Udemy. Udemy has an extensive library of over 65,000 courses taught by expert instructors and unlike other online learning companies that charge hundreds of dollars per class, Udemy courses start at just $11.99. You can learn anything from web development to digital marketing to Japanese cooking on Udemy. There's something for everyone. And don't worry, each course comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Everyday students around the world choose Udemy to discover new passions, expand their skills, and even change careers. So what are you for? Improve your life through learning. Download the Udemy app to learn anytime, anywhere, or visit www.ude.my slash fire today. That's www.ude.my slash fire. What's going on, man? Jeremy, you lucky dog. I had already moved on with my heart, with my soul, but... Then you called back, and I said, you know what? I'm going to give this dude another chance. What?
2: what? Can you see me?
0: (laughs) I can see you, but this will be an audio-only chat. So uh, good to see your face. Feel free to turn it off so we can get the best possible audio quality. But glad that we connected, man. Give me a a little hello. Give Fire Nation a little hello. Let us know where you're calling from and um, what you got going on in the world.
2: Man, Fire Nation, what's going on, guys? Nashville, Tennessee. I was just in Nashville. What? Yeah,
0: I oh. was in San Diego for Social Media Marketing World and Traffic and Conversion, two killer conferences, and oh. it just p- worked out perfectly that Ryan Leveque was throwing a one-day mastermind in Nashville. It was me, Ryan Levesque, that. Jeff Walker, Michael Hyatt, Josh Turner, and five other ballers in one room for 10 hours.
2: I love it. Yeah, oh.
0: you know, it was at the the Twenty One C Hotel. Have you been there?
2: I have not yet, man. I've heard a lot of great things about it, dude. Take somebody there; special. It's it's like a art
0: museum. It's beautiful. You can go there, walk around. It's it's a really cool place.
2: Fantastic. We Absolutely. digress.
0: So you're from Nashville. It's a great little city. Um, what's up in your world,
2: man? What's a, what's great is that you know I've got over a decade and a background in marketing, and you know as of recent, it's been A shift. There has been, uh, in in 2016 in September, I got a phone call from the investigators that they finally found the man accused for my dad's six-year cold case because he had been murdered in 2010. Wow. And one of the things prior to that, to kind of give some context, is I was fortunate enough to restore the relationship with him over a two-year period when I actually contemplated, after I contemplated suicide about 10 years ago, this May. And it's been a it's been a great thing to be able to pour back into people, because when it comes down to helping them understand forgiveness, both in the professional environment and the personal environment, uh, it's been a uh, it's been a breath of fresh air. You know, Forbes in 2015 classified that forgiveness is the least understood leadership trait as of right now. And John Maxwell, as of last year, said on stage. I mean, guys got $800 million net worth, man. And he said that the corporations have no idea how to forgive. That's the number one thing they don't know how to do. Mm. And, and being able to break that down and pour into people over the past 18 months organically has been great. And it's been a, uh, it's been a breath of fresh air from, from one survivor to another that where they understand that for one, they are not alone and that too, from their scars, they can truly pour hope in other people, and it's been an absolute honor to earn their trust and to to get just to get connected with some of the most incredible influencers and to be able to speak life into them and help them go to the next level. and so it's been it's been a great adjustment, but it's also been a pioneering work because a lot of um, a lot of companies are looking out for families, and a lot of times their culture is not the best, and it all goes back to their heart. And that's what's been great.
0: Okay, well, two things, brother. Um, Number one, and Fire Nation, I hope that you're really absorbing these things that Jeremy are saying. Because you, Fire Nation, you're listening to us right now. And guess what? You have problems, struggles, obstacles, and challenges in your life. And guess what? They are legit. Your problems in your struggles and your obstacles – they are legit. Jeremy's are legit. Mine are legit. But the point I want to make here is we all have them. So just don't let them be an excuse as for why you're not moving forward. Don't let a X, Y, or Z reason be why, oh, that's why I'm not going forward, but Jeremy is, or John is. I mean, listen to what Jeremy's been through. And he's got over, you know, he's wrote, he's He's risen above that and he's moving forward and he's doing what he can with that mentality. I've gone through stuff. You know, I was in Iraq for 13 months and the things I saw there, you know, no 23 year old boy, really, which is what I was at the time, should be seeing those things. But we've all been through these things and we all need to realize that they are legit and they're problems and you have them too. But we all have them. So don't use them as excuses. And Number two, Jeremy, before we get into your question, which I'm excited to chat about, um, can I just ask you a question? Because I feel like, for some reason, you'd be a good person to ask this question to. Sure. Okay, I have talked about this briefly um, on another one of these calls, but I'm going to go into a little bit more in depth on it, because I feel like you could give me some cool feedback on this. So I started a daily podcast slash alley podcast briefing and I I use the word alley because I don't want to actually trigger the Amazon device that I have in my room. Um but (laughs) I've started that it's a daily show it's a daily podcast slash Alley briefing and it's called The Daily Refresh. Mm -hmm. A quote to inspire your mind, gratitude to warm your soul, and guided breathing to energize your body. And so then every one of these episodes is going to be around 3 to 4 minutes in length. Is going to be me starting off with a quote from, you know, some inspiring entrepreneur or individual and kind of talking about that quote for a very short period of time, then moving into a really unique piece of gratitude like oh you know, remember that time you just made the subway before the doors closed like just something kind of funny and unique to get people out of just the basic like i'm grateful for my parents or my kids or this or that like what's something unique that you're grateful for and i'll share something cool and then i'll challenge the listeners to think of something unique that they're grateful for because to me and that's why in both the freedom and mastery journal you start with every day i am grateful for blank. And if you start with gratitude, in my opinion, in the day, you're starting your day on fire. And then we end with guided breathing. Because if there's one thing that I've learned focusing on health the last number of years is, you know, there's a couple things that we do really poorly as humans. You know, we we breathe really poorly and we typically hydrate really poorly. And so, you know, I'm not going to obviously be able to show people how to drink water on the show, but I do feel like I could take people through a guided breathing exercise. It's just going to be, um, you know, about a minute of guided breathing, just breathe in, pause, breathe out, pause, just to circulate good oxygen and energy through your body, um, to kind of like get excited. It's going to be a daily show, it's going to end on that note, and so like, you know, you've inspired your mind with a quote, you've warmed your soul with the gratitude, and now you have, um, you know, energized your body with this breathing to really learn how to deep breathe instead of shallow breathe, and just get the oxygen into your body, into your blood to energize. Um, and to really just get excited about now your, your refresh for the day. Boom. Three to four minutes, seven days a week. Coming from your experience and what you've done, like what um, do you like about the show? But also, what do you think that it potentially it's missing that it could have as well, if
2: anything? I think that with the stigma, when it comes to a, as a generally speaking, right now in our society, we have a huge focus on the hustle and the grind. When it comes down to the 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 rest, you know, the breathing, taking care of yourself, a lot of times we expend our our energy on things that um, would be favoring the stereotype of the hustle, the grind, the nonstop running and gunning. And that's one of the things I love about your show is that it, ampl- it amplifies the importance of the things that most of the things uh, most of the social media does not. And And one of the best things I think that for people is to understand that taking care of themselves is what's going to allow them to pour into other people more fervently and passionately and fearlessly, because if they don't understand taking care of themselves, I always, I always heard this phrase that love other people the way, or love yourself the way that you love other people. Because a lot of times we, we try to put other people before ourselves but it's out of a sacrifice for us and we don't take care of ourselves and we get burned out like a flashing pan and and that's where that's what i love about the forgiveness is because as entrepreneurs as driven business people we have a drive and a passion so strong that if we don't have the right people we get frustrated i mean be honest like we we are the whole thing about a vision is to having the right people but if you're not if you don't forgive yourself for the same like for the mistakes that you have made, your history not becoming your identity, but as a as a milestone in our growth, it's it's not about doing it right or wrong. It's about growing, learning, and just improving. And I think that with the show, man, is having an incredible focus on more, even more so, of this the self care of of forgiving because a lot of people touch on it, but they don't really go down in depth. And a lot of times with CEOs and entrepreneurs, it can be an accumulation of other business partners. I mean, heck, you and I both know in the digital marketing world, honesty and integrity is hard to come by. (laughs) And so a lot of times people are afraid to be transparent, are afraid to be open because they are afraid to appear imperfect. And the best thing that anybody can do in any kind of influence that, or position that they hold is being authentic and being transparent. Because a lot of people don't feel like they're perfect; they feel like they're they're sometimes they're just um, they're a loser. And because of something that happens, and if someone can open up, they can truly be that voice and that that echo that hits their heart of what I like to call their anthem, the thing that strikes a chord inside of them and reignites <laughs> something that is so. Is so on fire. I call it their, it's that anthem it's that movement that roars on the inside of them. And our imperfections can give someone else permission to be real and step up to the plate and and, and just and, and bring people together and focus on the good instead of focusing on the bad. And that's exactly what gratitude does. Gratitude shifts your mind to focus on the solution instead of the problem. You know, they said a pessimist will find a problem for every solution. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> You know, and that's one thing I love about your story too, brother. Is that you like a lot of times when I share my story, a lot of people feel like they are inadequate for a uh, for an impact. When the truth of the matter is, every scar and every struggle has merit, just like the dollar does. I don't care if someone brings in five dollars a day, if they bring in five million dollars a day, the value of a dollar does not diminish. Neither do does our message. Neither does our impact to because of where we've come from. And not everyone can relate to my story, but they can relate to yours. And that's what I love about gratitude is because we, we don't have to try and measure up to what someone else has done because a lot of times, even personally, we can, we can try to mimic our mentors and then we fall flat on our face. I've done it. I know a lot of people have. I'm pretty sure you have. Oh, yeah. Because of how the impact they, they have. But the true mechanics behind it is because they understood their purpose I understand how they're made. They forgave themselves. They kept moving forward. They were they were taking care of their body to have the energy physically to be able to focus mentally while nurturing themselves emotionally and also seeing and in pursuing things spiritually. And it is just a beautiful thing for the gratitude to stay as a primary focus because it's the small things that count. Whatever you do in the small things, it gets amplified in the bigger things. And if you can't if you can't stay faithful in the small stuff the bigger things will absolutely crush you.
0: One thing I wrote down while you were talking and fire nation, I want you to ask yourself this question. Where's the self love? Like where's the self love? Do you practice self love? Cause if the answer is no, it needs to start because you're not going to be able to love others fully until you're really loving yourself fully. And so ask yourself that question, where is the self love? And if it's lacking, fill it, give yourself that self love that you deserve now we could obviously have some amazing talks here, Jeremy. I have zero doubt about that. But I'd love to answer maybe any pressing question you have or anything that you think you might like my opinion on in uh, any way, shape,
2: or form. I'd love to know how you have seen because you are connected with a lot of great people. I mean, I first got um, introduced to you from Heather Desanti's actually about woof, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And with your landscape and the influencers and the connections, I, I love asking this question because with your diverse network, you are functioning on a different level than a lot of people are and you can see things from an eagle eye view that most don't. What is the What would be, when it comes to forgiveness, what is the number one thing that is lacking in the, in, in the environment with entrepreneurs?
0: I'm gonna take this in a little different direction because I do think that forgiveness is something that is a topic that needs to be talked about more and frankly, I don't think anybody could probably talk about that topic better than you of anybody who I've spoken to one-on-one. You're really just doing a phenomenal job on that. But from my eagle-eye view, what I'm seeing from both high-level entrepreneurs all the way down to you know just starting off entrepreneurs right now that I'm seeing as a major issue is what I call the compare and despair fallacy. What are they doing? They are comparing themselves. And it never ever stops you know let's just say that there's a scale from one to a hundred and there's a hundred entrepreneurs entrepreneur number one you know is is comparing themselves to entrepreneur number two and they're saying if i could just be entrepreneur number two i would be the happiest person in the world but guess what entrepreneur number two is looking entrepreneur number three and it just never stops like people have emailed me all the time john i mean if i ever achieve what you've achieved life would be perfect and i think to myself (laughs) But look at what Richard Branson's achieved and Mark Cuban and Zuckerberg and all these people. It's like this compare and despair thing is really tearing down a lot of people. And social media just exacerbates it because as you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, everybody has the perfect life with the perfect picture and the perfect dog, the perfect sunset, the perfect dinner, the perfect vacation. And that's all we see. We don't see the other 23 hours and 59 minutes where mm-hmm. their life stinks or they do go through struggles or they are facing challenges or you know they're having that conversation about that IRS tax bill that came in and they're crying you know a minute later which really is happening to people everywhere that's the real world but we don't see that so we have this compare and despair situation and my favorite phrase that I want to say to you right now Jeremy And to you, Fire Nation specifically, because believe me, you need to hear this and I need to hear this because I repeat it to myself all the time is there's one person that you should be comparing yourself to. And that one person is you yesterday. And if you're winning that comparison guess what? You're winning at life. That's all that matters. If you're a little bit better at anything in health and wellness and business and life, if you're a little bit better today than you were yesterday, then over time, you're going to absolutely crush it. So just win that comparison only. Are you winning that comparison of you yesterday? There's no other comparison you should ever, ever, ever make. That is my answer to that question.
2: That's awesome. You had... When you were sharing, like when you were sharing that, something stuck out is that when people compare themselves to another person, they think the green, the grass is greener on the other side, but oh, they forget about crap is goes under that to make it very beautiful.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question again. Another one. Do you have a podcast?
2: I actually, right now, we are gearing up to make that as a, as a launch, and we've been um, right now for the past 18 months. Um, we have been doing a lot of organic research and being able to to grow this thing from the from the grassroots. And so, as of right now, no, we do not, but we will here uh, here soon. Dude, put a date
0: in the calendar, circle that date, put a red <laughs> X through it because. I'm telling you, every day that you don't have this podcast live, you're depriving people that would get massive value from it. I truly believe that. I do not say that across the board for people because I don't think everybody should have a podcast, but I do think certain people should have a podcast. I think you're one of those people. I think you're obligated to actually commit to a date. It doesn't have to be tomorrow or next month, but it, it should be a commitment that you make to get it out there. Don't just let this float on on by.
2: Absolutely, and that's something that, when it comes to, uh, because we're actually developing an online course as well to really help de, uh, demystify forgiveness. But before because,
0: that online course comes out, brother, you should be building your oh, audience through your podcast.
2: No, and that's why um, we have the content to be able to funnel into or to. And what are into you waiting pod- for? Uh, we have to pull the trigger. Are you so. waiting for permission?
0: I don't think you. No, I don't think no. you're the kind of person that needs permission.
2: <laughs> no, I actually. It's funny because- Okay, it's
0: it's right now, it's March 30th. What Uh date feels right? Just go with your gut, take a couple seconds, let that turn over in your minds. What date feels good for your podcast to be live?
2: Why not my birthday, April 16th?
0: April 16th, and guess what? This is going live. (laughs) This episode is live after April 16th. So, Fire Nation, (laughs) you can go right now and check to see if his podcast is live. Jeremy, say your full name. Jeremy Winger. And how do you spell your last name?
2: W-E-N-G-E-R. And as a Nancy.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> do you have any idea what the name of the podcast is going to be? Or is that still under thought?
2: It's under It's between either Legacy Driven Life or Survivor's Code. One of the two.
0: Okay. I like them both. Um, I don't have a, a, a huge gut in either direction there. So I, I look forward to seeing what you come up with. But if you just search his name, Fire Nation, that one of those two podcast names will pop up or a third one if he comes up with it by april 16th which is in the past when you're hearing this so go ahead search it jeremy um you um i don't want to say you should feel lucky because that's maybe a little uh too much but you're my last call today so i guess maybe fortunate and this is uh this is it i'm done with my calls for today i'm grateful oh that's a good word (laughs) (laughs) all right man well listen um say goodbye to fire nation and we'll catch you on the flip side
2: Fire Nation, you guys have an incredible day and make sure that this day counts because you never know what may happen next. Later, brother. Later, brother.
0: Fire Nation, I hope value bombs were dropped on your head today in the best possible way. And I would love if you tuned into my daily show because I know that since Entrepreneurs on Fire stopped being daily back at episode 2000, you've been like, Where's JLD every single day? Well, I'm still coming at you live here on Entrepreneurs on Fire two days a week, but if you need a little more, and I have a nice three to four minute, seven day a week show for you called The Daily Refresh, a quote to inspire the mind, gratitude to warm the soul, and guided breathing to energize the body. Visit thedailyrefresh.com, sign up, make a part of your morning routine, and you will not regret it, Fire Nation. Peace. Design projects are fun, but they can also be challenging. Good thing we've got Design Crowd. Whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even a brand new web design, Design Crowd can help. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special 100 dollars VIP offer for Fire Nation, or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your next project on Design Crowd. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire. Wish you could automate payroll tax payments, filings, and forms? Gusto can do that. Gusto will file and pay your payroll taxes, compile and send your W-2s and 1099s, and submit new hire forms for you. Sign up today and get started with one month of free payroll. Just visit gusto.com slash fire. That's gusto.com slash fire.